this is Haley Nauman, and you're listening to the Maybe Baby Podcast. Welcome back to the Maybe Baby Podcast. Today we're doing an episode of Dear Danny, meaning Danny and I will be answering five questions, a couple written, and I think, and three voicemails, um, kind of ranging a lot of classic topics, how to know if your partner is the one you should commit to, whether or not to get married, living alone, finding your boyfriend's secret Twitter account, you know, all the classics. Um, so yeah, let's just get started. What's going on? Are you okay, by the way? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I'm just... cool. No, yeah, I'm good. Welcome to the podcast, Danny. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've used that voice a few times in our conversation. I keep looking up like it's time to go. I started it. We've been discussing your questions for a while before you turn on the mic, but that's me talking to the listeners. I'm back. Can Hi. you say hello? Act excited. Hello, everyone. Danny was really happy, actually, with how many of you guys said his name in your voicemails. That's true. <laughs> Lots of sexy voices today. Scratchy. Scratchy. Somebody, whoever had, well, I'm not going to bring up a specific person because unfortunately we didn't, we're not running their voicemail. <laughs> Wait, which one was that? The one who sounded like ScarJo. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what her voice Wait, was. Wait, maybe should we just play a bit of her message? You're convinced. But okay. you don't even know which one it is. Yeah, it is. It's this one. Hi, Haley. I have loved reading your newsletters. Yeah. <laughs> so my voice is kind of weak. Oh, okay, it does so sound like... It sounds so much like Scratch yeah. Manson. By the way, loved your question, but we didn't fully understand what you meant by content not matching form. So if you want to follow up with more details and <laughs> examples, then maybe we can answer that question. I think I agree with her. Yeah, I think it was like an interesting provocation, but we didn't understand what you meant. And this this... Is literally just for the one person who left his <laughs> and nobody else knows what we're talking about. The whole app. Okay, we're here. We're ready. We have some questions lined up. Um, we loved listening to all your voicemails as always. For I'm sure. just constantly grateful that you guys call in. Um, <clears throat> we can only pick five questions to answer today, but we're actually we're gonna we're gonna play an extra one because I just want to play this voicemail to just kind of get us in the mood because I loved it. And it was more of a commentary on a previous answer we gave, and I thought it was really sweet. Okay, oh, hit it. Yeah, should we play it? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Haley and Danny and Haley's mom, Kathy. Um, I was just calling about um, a couple of dear babies ago, maybe the last one, don't remember, um, when you three were chatting about the person that wanted to get a tattoo but was scared of her mom's reaction. I remember when I first started getting tattoos and hit it from my mom for a lot of years. And when I finally decided to stop hiding them from her, the fallout was a little bit painful and ultimately became this thing that we never think about and isn't an issue anymore. And kind of in tandem with that, when I was listening to that episode, I was thinking about being queer and how scared I was to come out to my conservative Christian parents and thinking about that in in relation to the tattoo thing and how maybe the thing that is so scary might be a little bit painful at first, but ultimately, um, you know, resolves itself after, after some time. So on Saturday, I came out to my dad and it went really, really, really well. And I feel super grateful and um, 
thankful to you three for that conversation that um, you know helped me have a little bit of a light bulb moment in uh, connecting the things that I can stop being afraid of. Um, anyways, love what you all do. Hope you're having a good day. Bye. Thank you so much for leaving that message. I'm so happy for you. You're so sweet. Definitely cried when I first heard that and sent it to my family who also loved it. So thank you so much for calling in. Okay, so let's get, wait, should we talk? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Danny and I are, we kind of already caught up, but. I'm okay. It's weird being back. I was in Mexico with my parents. How was that? We actually didn't talk about it. It was incredible. I told my mom that I had to keep coming every year because then I would remember how much I loved her and wasn't just annoyed by her. You said that? <laughs> I was on acid. Did they know you were on acid? Yeah, my dad gave it to me. Just a little. Did they do it? No, they were chilling. I went for like a walk and like, you know, whatever. And then you came back and you were like... I thought I wasn't high. In fact, I told my dad, I was like, you know, I should have taken a little more. Because, like, the whole time I was on the walk trying to, like, have this, like, whatever spiritual experience. And instead I was just sitting there being like, you know, I could, like, be more high right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, standing in the water. But then I came back and they were like, you seem kind of high. <laughs> and were, then you were like, mom... I was like, I I'm love you. I'm glad we're here yeah. because I always think of you in my head as being really annoying. No, I was like... I don't know. I mean, she was just spouting off. She, at one point, uh, this isn't, I don't know. I can't tell this whole story. She was just claiming that birds didn't have dicks. <laughs> and I was just screaming laughing. There's a whole story behind that? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was like as proof of another point that she was making. Mm -hmm. She was like, and birds don't have penises. And I was just like, what do you think is happening? Has she seen a duck dick? I know for a fact she has specifically seen a duck's dick. Why? Because her uncle used to have ducks. Whatever. The point is... They're like corkscrews, right? Yeah, they're cork They're like real... For all those listeners out there who didn't know, yeah, duck dick? They look like little it's a worms. spiral. Spiral, like, well, undersea creature. <laughs> That's such a dumb, like, fun fact that everybody's obsessed with when they're, like, 21. I just know my mom has... She told me about them. So I know... That, is that inappropriate? You can edit that out. Are you, you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say that my mom, it reminded me of how my mom like heard about the birds aren't real conspiracy theory. I never really caught up with it. And she loved it and wanted to get hot. Well, she's also a, a big birder, a bird freak. Okay. She tried to buy a birds aren't real hat. And what happened? They were sold out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular hat. <laughs> Um, wait, I have to track one down for her now that I'm, now that That's I'm thinking about gift. it. Oh no, but now she's going to listen to the pod. We can get That's it. fine. I'll get it for her. Okay. Oh no, now oh. she knows. We'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, have to be more creative. She'll forget. But yeah. anyway, what did you do today? You're making a, some, like a dark room for a photographer or something? Yeah, I guess. I just like put up a few walls. I was really late to arrive. He was a nice guy. He wanted to help out, which is always like... Oh, that's one of those things where it's like people think it's helpful, but actually you don't want For to For sure. But then he was so cool. He was like, you know, I only said that because I felt like awkward about just watching you do work. Yeah, I mean. But I was like, you can just like chill on the couch and look at your computer. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Every now and then he'd be like, you want a hand? When he'd like see me like holding up like a wall and like reaching with my foot. To, like, <laughs> it's like, actually very dangerous to I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I've watched you work before. Don't involve yourself in it. 
I got no, it. I got a method. It's it's absolute madness. It's chaotic. Yeah. Danny talks to himself the entire time. Constant. Well, <laughs> and I spend the whole time thinking that you're talking to me, and then you know like, I'm not because there's a different volume that I use in personal conversation, which is no. The volume. But sometimes it comes up, and you'd be like, "Should I?" Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so loud, and I'm like, "Wait, me?" <laughs> That's when there's a potent question. <laughs> it's right from left field, real hard. All of a sudden, it takes you by surprise. There's a method to your madness. There's something. What happened? There's at least an end to it at some point. Yeah, death. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. So, spending like a lot of time alone with your parents, like in a car, better or worse than you expected? So much better. That's amazing. I was on the phone. I was telling you, I think that I was on the phone with them for like, we would do like a 45 second like group call. And I would be, end it by saying, like, I can't believe I signed up for this <laughs> out loud to both of them. And neither of them would even react. They'd just be talking, like, not listening at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was telling you. My mom interrupts everything that either I or my dad or anyone says. I, like, I was like, oh, and, like, in outer space. And she was just, like, interrupted me to say Saturn. Just the word Saturn. <laughs> and I was like, what? Saturn what? And she was like, oh, I don't know. You said outer space. And I just thought Saturn. <laughs> you know? I was like, fuck. Okay. That's incredible. No, but it was really, it was great. All the kids in Mexico who like, when I left were like 15. Are, oh, like, you were seeing people you know. We, we camped on the beach for like five days. And then we went to like the little town where we have like family friends. The thought of camping on a beach alone with my parents in Mexico, which I can't even imagine. I'm not saying it'd be bad. I'm just like, that would never happen. For sure. <laughs> well, you have brothers and sisters. They'd be come along. No, know. we wouldn't. Oh, no camping. I mean, my, my, my mom, my dad would never do that. We used to camp a ton growing up, and my dad never just never came. What? Which, as I got older, I was like, that's kind of crazy. It's, I guess, pretty cool. Your mom would just take you out? Yeah, I remember <laughs> recently we were talking to her about that, being like, it's crazy how you, like, took us a lot of places on your own. She's like, yeah, I wanted Dad to do that sometimes, too. <laughs> and he never did. <laughs> she he was, was like, oh, about... yeah, sounds fun. <laughs> she was telling me about how, like, she felt like, because she was, like, stay-at-home mom with mm -hmm. us. And she felt like my dad didn't, like, fully understand how hard it was because we were, like, we're so close in age, the three of us. And it was just insanity. And so, like, one time she was leaving town... Like, cause my dad, she'd be alone with us all day. He would even like go on business trips and she'd be alone with us. And this one time she was leaving town to like be with her friends. And she was like secretly just like most excited for just like my dad having to endure yeah. hell. Yeah, how long? It was just a weekend. Okay, two days. But she was just like, and then she found out that like one of my dad's golf buddies or whatever like invited all of us to their like house. <laughs> and like there ended up being like someone else to like help watch us and he right. like golf. For sure. And my mom was so mad. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and he was like, so this trip wasn't about you going with your friends. It was about punishing me. And Props she's like, hands. yeah. <laughs> he game the system. <laughs> I don't know. It made me laugh. Like, I, I also was like, not, that's a, not a good move, Dad, in hindsight. What do you mean? On his part? Yeah. Seemed like he killed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Oh, sure. Okay. But he had a great weekend. Yeah, well. He like went to his friend's house. They golf. Well, he needed to endeavor to understand my mom's experience. I think, sure, if we're moralizing, that yeah, would be like... Yeah, we are. We're moralizing. Okay, but I'm saying, like, in regards to just, like, lived life, he crushed it. He was given a difficult task. 
fucking magicked it into. Interesting. So a life full of demorality are opposing forces in this case. I think they don't always go hand in hand. I mean, Absolutely. that is fair enough. Right? I mean, otherwise this woman would just get married. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's a spoiler. Okay. Um, let's start with the first. The first question is written, actually. I, got, I didn't answer this one in my newsletter, but when I saw it, I was immediately like, this absolutely has to be a Danny question. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, actually, I do have maybe some thoughts, but mostly I want to hear yours, Danny. Okay, here we go. Dear baby, I recently found out my long-term boyfriend has an incredibly misogynistic Twitter account. <laughs> it's not under his name, and I sort of discovered it by accident, but I know it's his. I feel so disgusted and angry and honestly very sad. I have, I have no idea how to bring it up to him. If I can ever see him again, if there's any point in trying to salvage any form of a relationship. To be honest, I know I have to leave him and never speak to him again. But this is someone I've built a life with. I mean, this is her long-term boyfriend. I like, wonder how long. I know, but, too. You know. I feel like this is a recurring issue for me, spending a long time with someone who ends up being a complete monster. Am I doing something wrong? How do I learn to weed people like this out? First of all, is this not like the full plot of Lauren Euler's book, Fake Accounts? I haven't read it. Okay, you know who Lauren Euler is? Or Lauren Euler? Wow, her name is kind of a... Lauren Euler. Lauren Euler. You gotta, yeah. You gotta roll it. Um, she, anyway, her book is about, like, when her boyfriend's in the shower, she texts his phone and finds out he has, like, a crazy conspiracy Twitter account. Oh, chill. And then it... Well, should I give is away it, what this happens? Lauren Euler? This is Lauren Euler. Lauren. Oh, wait, <laughs> yeah, she's like... Um, no, but the actual, the, 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 like, inciting event of this book is actually that, like, they, like, break up and then a few days later he dies, which is, like, really weird and awkward. That is a huge spoiler. But I would like to say this is all in, like, the first chapter, I think. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I actually haven't read the books. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Me neither. This literally is the, the, the plot of fake accounts, but, um, <clears throat> what are your thoughts, Danny, for first blush? I mean, okay, wait. First of so, all, do you have a private misogynistic Twitter account? No, I have my Twitter account. It is Which a is little misogynistic. No, it's literally just live tweets of The Bachelor. Yeah, so it definitely is coming for women. <laughs> Old, by the way, Danny live tweets. Do you still do this? No, not really. Danny used to live tweet, like, old seasons of The Bachelor. <laughs> so, like, nobody's watching it. It'd be, like, years later live tweeting. <laughs> It was for me a little bottle of Chardonnay and... <laughs> We've actually never gotten into like some of your crazy social media behavior. I think that I had to, uh, I don't know, yeah. So anyway, anyway. Was, I deleted one or two of <laughs> from... <laughs> one of your fake accounts? No, I don't have, I have only one Twitter, I think. No, oh yeah, I was talking about Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> no, none of those got deleted. <laughs> yeah, Danny's worked in several char character accounts on Instagram. So what I do think you think? I mean, number saying like, <laughs> I know it's his. I guess I'm just curious how. I mean, we'll never know. You know what I mean? She's like. I'm guessing it's, it's like in his phone. Oh. Yeah. I kind of sometimes I feel like when people snoop, they like don't want to admit how they that they found out the snooping. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. I mean, I guess my real question to this because then she says that this is like a recurring issue. And, like, this is her long-term boyfriend. I have a question. Do you think that this guy is necessarily a complete monster? No, of course. I, necessarily, no. I don't think so. Necessarily. I think it's quite possible. But the thing is, is that that's what I was going to ask. Like, okay, he has a misogynistic, is this what she calls it, Twitter account? 
Yeah, Which just, also, like, what's he tweeting? Just, like, <laughs> bitch? Like, all the time? <laughs> yeah, or is he, is he, like, an in... Is he, like, giving an in... I mean, like, it's is not it like, a men's rights thing? Exactly, yeah. Men, is it, like, men's rights? Is he, like... Is he harassing women online? Like, why doesn't... People don't celebrate Father's Day. Like, yeah, oh, is he... Maybe he's adding people. That is bad if he's adding women, like, aggressively. Yeah, I'm like, is it? Is he living, like, a secret political life where, like, he's so different online? Well, exactly, like, right. So I, Then I say, which is real. She's assuming that the internet is necessarily the no, more okay, real... Okay. No, I'm serious. I know, but I mean, if he's, like, aggressively adding women... That is real. I know, but I'm just, I'm just taking issue with the assumption that like, that's his necessarily his real self and what she knows is his fake self. I think that that I have like a similar question. It's not exactly the same where it's like. How to integrate them. Like, well, it's like, why is he doing this? What's he act like in the house? Is he being a dick to you all the time? Is he like expressing opinions that are similar? Uh, What I'm asking is like, is she upset and finds it monstrous and like has to weed him out and break up with him because she has found that he's doing this publicly do you know what i mean i don't think that's why but then like is he like real cool with her and just never expresses any like opinions about women that are suspect like in her presence in that case i'm kind of on your page where i'm like maybe he just needs an outlet to get this out what's the actual difference between like sexist and misogynistic Because I, I'm interested why she chose that word. Because misogyn- I think a misogynist is being like... I'm sure I've looked it up to be like, am I a misogynist? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a misogynist. It's like... Okay. Misogyny is a hatred of women. Sexist is sex-based discrimination. Yeah, I'm a sexist. I'm not a misogynist. Just playing. <laughs> I mean, you're not. She's glaring at me. <laughs> I wasn't glaring at you. I was just thinking. When women look, it's a glare. <laughs> Sex-based discrimination. Uh, Okay, so he's a woman hater online. Here's the thing. But people throw that word around. I was also just saying that, like, or I was just thinking that a lot of times people, what they're expressing on the internet is not necessarily what they believe. It's, like, pent-up anger or resentment, things that need to be worked out. Like, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, like... I'm so shocked at the apologist take that you're <laughs> giving. I'm here just being like, wow, I really have nothing to say. I no, guess. I mean, he's not, this sounds like a complete nightmare. But I'm just, okay, you know what I'm thinking of for some reason? is like, I feel like I've heard a podcast where they like reached out to um, trolls. Uh-huh. And they were always just like really docile people who were like just hurt. Yeah, You know what sure. I mean? And yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. literally harassing people online. So I'm just sort of like, he... He sounds like he's very I mean, most, fucked up. I, I, he has a secret woman-hating Twitter account that he's hidden from his girlfriend. Like, well, there's course. definitely big issues going on. What, did he show on. it to her on their first date? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. There's plenty of misogynists with girlfriends on Twitter. Totally. He's one of them. This yeah. is what I'm, I guess, saying is that, like, to me, she's like, I keep having these people, like, You're right. I guess the recurring question is what to do. problem... And, like, I'm sitting here being, like, this is your type. Like, he, you know, like, people hurt one another because they're vulnerable, I think is what you're saying, usually. Not, yeah. not always, but, mm-hmm. like, usually. I think men, women, whatever. Men, very specifically, lash out when they feel vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think traditionally, like, pretty aggressively, right? 
And like, I mean, now like Twitter, I don't know, you know, maybe it is good that he has an outlet where he can just like uh, be a woman hater, like on the internet, as opposed to like a woman beater in the bush or hand or whatever you. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I got distracted also because I just was, like, thinking if this happened to me... What would you do? That's a great question. It just would never happen. But what would you do? Okay. I just, I'm like, I feel like Avi and I talk so exhaustively about all of our beliefs. Like, Like, it would just be so crazy. But that's kind of what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like, what is this man like in person? Because this is... She's saying her type is monsters. Well, her type is people who turn out to be monsters. Okay, but... Semantics? You know, you're like, God, he's so great. He pulls the chair out for me. He, like... I, I mean, this what, is obviously know? a deal breaker. This is a deal breaker. A deal breaker. The, the, the Twitter is a deal break. She's saying, I know you didn't bring it up to him. Here's what you do. I found your fucking weird-ass Twitter account. What's going on with that? Tweet at him. <laughs> it's an immediate ask. I would not be able to sit on that secret for even a minute. He could, yeah, of course. I'm asking right away. She could start, like, hitting him with his own tweet takes. <laughs> like, seeding it without admitting it? Yeah, just being like, the other thing about women is they always have bad attitudes. <laughs> you know? And it's like, no, I'm, like, just shining the light on my own prejudice, but... <laughs> That's one of them squeaking out there. You think we all have bad attitudes? Yeah, it's why I like you. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, like, I just don't... Yeah, of course, fine, it's a deal breaker. But it's like, I do think if she's saying it's a recurring pattern, it's like, this is something that she needs to think about in herself. Like, there's something attractive to her. And I'm not, you know, people be like, oh, you're victim blaming, whatever. But I'm saying, like, if it's. Oh, well, a, she's asking how she's do I She's the weed common out these denominator. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, there's something attractive to you about, like, you know, whatever. Maybe, like, the attitude that is carried, you know, by someone who unfortunately is, like, deeply misogynistic. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, we are taking this at face value. <laughs> What's the other option? I'm just saying, like, well, I guess it's a hidden fake Twitter. It's probably bad. I'm just saying, people throw around a lot of accusations. Like, who knows what his Twitter... Like, this person just, like, he's, his Twitter's, like, a leftist account that, like, hates on Kamala Harris. Yeah, 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 And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. it's very misogynistic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And he's, like, saying lock her up about Hillary. Well, I mean, I guess that's a dog whistle for something. But still, like, you know. No, for sure. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, she's saying, like, I, you know... I have no idea how to bring it up, if I can ever see him the same again, if there's any point trying to salvage it. You can't really ask, you can't answer these questions until you just talk to him about it. I don't know, we don't know enough about this situation. You absolutely have to talk to him about it. Seek to understand. <laughs> I know I have to leave him and never speak to him again. Like, that's why I like... Is long-term... What, that's why what I like imagining... Six months or five years? It could be years? six months. Five years is so many tweets. Also, I don't think it's five years that she's saying... Leave him and never speak to him again. Never speak to him again because he is skeptical of Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's no way that that's what it is. It's gotta be bad. It's gotta it's be gotta bad. It's gotta be horrible. Ooh, I, I wish we the, had that. I want the account. Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I doing something wrong? I mean, how do you learn to weed people like this out? I don't know. It's like, I, I'm trying to not say, like, you'll just know, but, like, because I know that... She won't. Well, and also, I'm like, a lot of people 
can be genuinely surprised to find out secrets from their partners who they think they know really well. So I don't mean to be like, I'm smarter than those people. Mm -hmm. I, I'm sure it happens to like really smart people all the time. Um, so yeah, I mean, without more information, I think Danny's advice is kind of sound, like thinking back to the common denominators between who you've, among who you've dated but, and trying something different. Yeah. But the, I mean, yeah. Good, and good luck to you because you're going to try something different and you know, you're going to try something different. I mean, I was like, like, is, is your taste this... like being treated like a queen? Cause sometimes I think that like, or maybe possibly belittled a little bit too, or both. Yeah. Those I was just going to say sometimes hand hand. like, yeah, sometimes I think, I mean, this is like totally possibly a non sequitur to this person. This is kind of a side comment, but mm -hmm. like sometimes the guys who like act like women are on this like pedestal are like deeply misogynistic for sure you know yeah, i mean yeah, i'm yeah. stating the obvious i guess but um i don't know i feel like sometimes people like mistake those two and or like think that they're necessarily opposed and in fact the opposite can be true yeah absolutely well i um, mean someone who has it's so dehumanizing much... both ways yeah yeah but, but yeah like a, an object or a fetish that has as much power as that yeah also makes you terribly vulnerable in the face of it and mm -hmm. therefore you hate it mm-hmm as something you venerate yeah but like for holding so much power over you and also for being like a fallible person mm -hmm. yeah yeah or just there's something kind of like <laughs> there's some, the other side of it is like treating somebody kind of like a like a sweet little like pony baby <laughs> like a little baby yeah i don't know why i went pony but, but no i know what you, mean. you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. i just remember this like my ex's dad used to always be like women are goddesses and things like this and he just thought he was so fucking, like, progressive or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, this just sounds so sexist. Well, that's like the Maury show where, like, they'd have white guys on being like, I love black women, Maury. And, like, and he'd be like, I'm not racist. You know, and he'd be like, I don't think that's what this is about. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that exactly works. Anyway, yeah, I mean, think about what drew you to these people and how it could be connected with the... A dark streak. Think about, quickly evaluate, you know, you know if the Twitter is unspeakably bad. I guess if it's that bad, you gotta walk Never away. Never speak to him. I guess you gotta walk away. Yeah. But, like, if, if this is just because you feel like you're, like, kind of liberal friends will be like, what's Jason talking about on Twitter? Then, like, go ahead and take a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, to me, it doesn't sound like it's public, so... Well, I don't think that's her concern. She, oh, you're saying she snooped. Well, he might have, like, a pseudonym, like, it doesn't have his photo or name, and, like, there's no way anybody would know it was him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I so just, many people have, like, Twitters like that, where, like, I don't so even know who this person is. crazy to, like... What if he, it's a full, like, troll account where it's, like... Is he getting a lot of retweets and shit? Like, well, what if it's somebody who's, like, pretending to be misogynistic as a bit? And then she never speaks to him. <laughs> well, like, ultimately... I guess I think, it doesn't matter. I'm asking you... You know, you gotta bring it up to him. Questioner, OP, I want you to talk to him and I want you to ask him, like, a, why he thinks what he thinks and, and get back to us. I want, I want the, I want the scoop. It could be an interesting study into his mind. I'm like worried for him. Like, is it safe to bring it up? <laughs> Do it in a public place. I'm sorry. Also, I'm sorry. For sure. This really sucks. It's a terrible discovery. Anyway, I'm sorry hope for that helps. <laughs> what, try something new. I don't think you'll like it. <laughs> no, I think that she will like it. Try something different. Try something different. You'll be surprised. Okay, our next two questions. One is a voicemail, one is written, but they both concern weddings. Yeah. So we're going to kind of pair them up. The first one, well, we're actually going to do them one at a time, but 
Which one are we doing first? We'll do the voicemail. Hi, Haley. I uh, just want to say thanks for making content every week that makes me laugh and makes me think, um, as those two don't often overlap. Um, but anyway, uh, my question for you and Danny is not exactly one that needs like a direct answer and more just seeking your thoughts. So I'm wondering if you think it's possible to get married without buying into the patriarchy and unfettered capitalism and everything else that the institution of marriage and like the culture of weddings is all wrapped up in. Um, so my partner and I have been together for two years and have started to talk about getting married. Um, and I find myself in such conflict about so much of it. Um, I guess for background, I know you and Danny have a thing about knowing the gender of the people and the scenarios you're unpacking. Um, so I'm a woman and my partner is a man. Um, so we're in a good old heterosexual relationship, uh, which is bad enough. Uh, so I don't want to buy into the whole, you know, my father giving me away to a man whose name I take thing, um, neither of which are things that my partner and I want. Um, but since society exists as it currently does, we know we'll have better healthcare and housing opportunities and generally just like be taken more seriously as a couple if we're married than if we're just dating. Um, and beyond the legal, uh, we embarrassingly both do really want to have like a giant party to commemorate our union and like bring together all our friends and family um, to just get drunk and dance all night. Um, but we hate how expensive and extravagant that weddings can be. Um, so I guess I'm just asking, do you think a wedding is cursed even if you don't spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and your engagement ring isn't a blood diamond and the partner's represented as equals in the ceremony rather than, you know, the woman given away as property? Um, or is rebranding a wedding as somehow progressive, like the relationship equivalent of Kendall Jenner giving away a Pepsi to bring about world peace? Um, and is marriage itself even something I should want? Because after the big party, everything will basically be the same with me and my partner. We'll just have formally let the government know that we're sleeping together. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess that's basically my question. Really curious to hear what you both think. Uh, please drag me in your responses. I look forward to all critiques and thoughts. Um, and thank you both for making my favorite podcast. Uh, give Bug a pet for me. Bug. That's so sweet, Bug. He just walked Boy, out. He really did just yeah. walk out. Listener, he heard your voice and he was beckoned. Um, this is a classic. I mean, the answer is you can't do anything outside of... You can, you can react to and, and react against patriarchy and capitalism. But, you, you know, you, it's an ideology... It's like it's the fucking air. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. I'm not I'm not saying like there's no hope, but I'm saying like can you get married and not be a part of that tradition? No, it's just part of it. That's fine though. You know what I mean? Like it's like and she's like should I even want to get married? It's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to get married? If you do, that's okay. I think she does. That's, that's I actually, think she does that's too. That's my like, point I was going to make is like or sorry, Dan. No, it's fine. I thought you, were uh, you have a, down. you you got a big stack booked for you. You can just shoot me. I owe Danny some interruptions. Take me down. Um, no, I was gonna say that I think I've heard this a lot. Like I feel like this is a very a classic kind of debate people have, or maybe a conflict, inner conflict they have, if they are like on the left and like aware of the kind of like weird history of marriage, etc. Yeah. And like the way that it. Whatever we've ta we've talked about like the problems with the institution of marriage, and I feel like people will always be like, you know, we know that like this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, but like we just want to have like a big party. <laughs> like I feel like Not everyone right. says that. Yeah. Um, and like I get it. Who doesn't want to have a big party? But sometimes I kind of think that um, a lot of people just like talk themselves back into getting married, and I think that like that's fine. I think I think that like what I think is really happening. Not to use my own term from my last newsletter, but there's like a logical cover story happening mm -hmm. where like 
people want to get married. And this is a natural thing. First of all, we grow up wanting it. Second of all, tradition like binds a society together. Like you see other people doing it, you want to do it. And I don't just mean like For keeping sure. up. I don't, yeah, I don't mean just like keeping up with the Joneses. I mean like literally like this is like the path through which like a lot of relationships are respected and like people hold it in, in this high regard. It's very like romantic and sweet to commit in front of your family. It's, blah, a, blah, blah. it's a profound commitment. I understand why people want to have, get married and have a wedding. But I kind of think, I think the reason that I'm interested in like foregoing it personally is because I kind of, you didn't know that? Uh, for the audience, uh, I was looking at Bug, and then I <laughs> swiveled my head quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if Javier and I are ready to get married. I am. I mean, <laughs> but like, <laughs> to you. There's two. Th- I feel two, t- like multiple things about this. One because like I just think it's interesting. Like I want to actually, kind of like practice what I preach and like actually like not get married because I think that it's kind of a weird institution mm. but do I think that that's going to like change anything politically no nor should well I, mean, I think that we individualize politics too much like sure I think you know do what you, I first of all we've talked about this before love a wedding I love love I love a wedding love. that's love where a wedding. that's where the next question <laughs> but yeah I mean right. best party on earth best party yeah. on earth so I'm like do it I mean I think it's kind of interesting when people, like... I, you know what? I'm just going to talk about myself. I think it's kind of interesting to, like, resist my desire because, for, like, political beliefs. Like, I think that's just... It's something that sounds appealing to me. I might mm. change my mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of tired of everybody sort of, like, pretending that they, like, have so many doubts about it and then just, like, going ahead and doing the exact thing. <laughs> like, I just kind of... I'm thinking, it feels a little, like... Well, sure. Just fucking own it. It's super just annoying do it. like, to, like, Like, you want to do it, just do it. Don't speak apologetically about something forever and then... Just go ahead with it. Wind up doing it anyway, but being like, we're just going to do it. I'm so sorry, though. <laughs> you know, and you're just, like, shut. We're trying to reframe it as a big party, which, by the way, I get it. I love a big party, but I do think everyone always says this where they're like... We're not going to do all this. We just want to have a big party with our well, With all our friends who we love and like they can come. And then you're like, this is still just a wedding reception. It's fine. <laughs> this is just a wedding. But it's not called that anymore. You know, I mean, like, I think that when I said like she's overthinking it, what I mean is like, you know, people, I don't know. The t- I think this is worth thinking about. T- I don't think you should say overthinking. I think it's fine thinking about, but, but just when she's like, we're a hetero couple, that's yeah. bad enough. First of all, and it's you're not just bad like, to be hetero. That's literally just your sexuality. just how you fucking are. <laughs> it's fine. It's not that's bad enough. Like, that's what I'm talking about, overthinking it. Yes, where it's yes, like, yes, she's yes. starting from this position where she's like, Apologize. our wedding is going to be part of the oppressive institution. And you're like, cool, okay. In, in ways, that's true. But like, your life in capitalism and patriarchy is already a part of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, and there's no, you know, there are things you can do maybe to mitigate that, but, but you can't fundamentally change that. And so, like, the wedding is, like, this act that either you're going to do or you're not going to do, but it has, like, very little to do with, like, like, this is what we were talking about this question before, and it was, she's like, is this the equivalent of, like, uh, Kendall giving the Pepsi to the cop, like, during, like, I think it was... Black the Lives. Super Bowl commercial. No, no, yeah, but oh, was yeah, it, or it was, was like... it for Mike Brown? I can't remember what year it happened. Me neither. I think it was earlier, but anyway. So, but but the point is, is that that commercial was not about Kendall Jenner fixing society. 
That commercial was about selling Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. missed it. But it's like, this wasn't, like, people were mad at them for being tone deaf, obviously, as well they should be, and like, whatever, like, fuck Pepsi. Yeah. But it's like, that commercial was to sell Pepsi. Your wedding is not about fixing society. Your wedding is about you and your husband-to-be if you're going to get married. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. fucking do it or don't do it. You don't need to, like... You know, if there's ways that you want to, like, contribute somehow to the world, sure. And, like, what you said about, like, not getting married, I think you're right that, like, politics really does invade, like, our personal lives very much, nowadays especially. Mm -hmm. And mostly, I would say, because of the way media exists now. Yeah. But, like, not getting married literally is the only thing that you can do that will politically change any part of the institution. Only because it could be part of a wider trend yeah. like on a macro level in society and mm. that would make a political difference maybe for the best maybe for the worst whatever but like declaring your wedding to not be what it is because of like these things you know it's like what are you doing that's basically what you're saying just is... have a good fucking time and get married so you're so... <laughs> yeah that's i mean that's what she's saying she's like and like the... is me pretending that like it, you know my diamond is from the like uh, an ethical place like my dad's not handing me over she's like is this basically just like progressive set dressing and your answer is yeah yeah for sure yeah but i mean no like whatever get a fucking you know diamond that's like i don't know i mean those are great good ideas just a, a, <laughs> sourced from like a just i like i don't believe those exist but whatever <laughs> you know go ahead and do it get a ring without a diamond fuck it you know, but like, like I'm sure gold is uh, morally acceptable. Is that correct? But yeah, I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's fine to do all that. But I think like the pronouncement about like, I think you need to let yourself off the hook in this situation. This is about a personal decision between you and your husband. It doesn't matter that you're hetero. It doesn't matter that you like want to have a party with your friends. And like in regards to like the expense behind a wedding, throw the biggest fucking party you can because that is just always the best way. <laughs> yeah, and invite Danny, please. I'd love to go. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to attend. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I think I feel the same way pretty much. Like, I, I think I get a little bit tired of the... Like, I almost just want people to just, like, do what they want without apology versus, like, the hand-wringing that always ends up with just doing the thing you wanted from the beginning. Sure. I find it just, like, a little tiresome because it just makes me feel like nobody's, like, actually gonna, like, do the, like hard thing that they suspect they like should do or whatever they're like saying they think they should do um sometimes it kind of depresses me <laughs> yeah it is it's grim <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm just like how is how are how are things ever going to change if what if no one has any like actual like standards for themselves Actually, I... I Where are, are I we telling her not to get married anymore <laughs> I, I trailed off there because i was like i don't want to go there because i actually well i keep thinking about i keep thinking about like, the argument where people would be, like, like, when the players and, like, Colin Kaepernick, whatever, but, like, the players, like, many players were, like, kneeling, you know, like, the NFL. Yeah. And then, like, the, like, kind of dog whistle would be, like, we just need to keep politics, like, out of the NFL, you know? And you'd be, like, that's a crazy thing to say, and, like, this is political, and, like, whatever. But, like, now I'm here being, like... Keep politics out of weddings. <laughs> out of, like, weddings, yeah. But then I'm, like... If she was, like, if there was something that symbolized some sort of change and she was doing that symbol, I mean, I don't know. 
maybe it would still be annoying in like a group of like rich white people but even so like if she was doing the symbol then i like would be you know that is a fine thing to do if you want to make a statement at an event that no, you're, you're like no, whatever but she's not boycotting something she's throwing a party that's my herself. point it's like it's like that's what i mean like it's like this is just it's not you're politicizing something that like is in many you know what the real difference is that, that you're politicizing something that in, in in reality is deeply personal even though it does have you know wider i guess like meaning or significance in society it also is very much just about what you want and where you're at and if you can and like whatever so you know I think that, okay, here's, here's where I'm going to land. <laughs> Are we being coherent? No, I, here's, here, I'm going to try to kind of bring it together. Mm. This is kind of always been my stance with, like, feminist, like, is it or is it not? I feel like the, I think it's actually the most dishonest to, like, defend something as feminist that's, like, clearly not yeah. versus just, like, doing it. Like, you don't need to, like, rebrand it. Right. Not every choice has to be, like, morally sound. Totally. And, like, you just... But just at least, like, own up to it. You know? Just... And if you... Ideologically, just be like, yeah, I'm going to get married. I don't really agree with the institution, but I want to throw a big party. But I and want I love to my husband, it. and I want to do it. I want to or do I it. I love my boyfriend. Yeah. Then That's do what... it. I kind of think, like, the twisting it and trying to, like, change it, I just find it a little... Well, this is, like, love is blind. Have yeah. you been watching? I just watched the yeah, whole... Yeah, I watched. I watched the second season. Love is Blind is the craziest show because at the end of it... Wait, can I have my... Can I finish my point? Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I actually really want to hear what you're going to say, but I just... Before I lose it... Please. It's a little like having your cake and eating it, too. Yeah, like, well, that's... Yeah, that's all like virtue signaling. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what we're saying. But it's where it's like... If you think it's weird and, like, oppressive as an institution... Don't do it. And... Everyone wants to throw a big party with their friends and family. So just, like, single people don't get to do that, or people who don't, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's a weird, it's fucking weird. If you, like, actually want to challenge that, then, like, do that. Then you have to not do it. Then you have to not do it. But if you want to do it, just, just, yeah, you know, do what feels right. Don't have your father hand you over if that feels weird. But, like, you don't need to, like, try to have a progressive wedding and rebrand it that way. It'll also just come across as strange and preachy. Yeah. No question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're a hetero couple. Bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say about Love is Blind? Oh, I was just going to say it's such a crazy show. I mean, I couldn't understand the timeline. Like, the timeline's so truncated. Like, they're like, I thought they were skipping a lot. And then they were like, I proposed it's only been three days. I'm like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> like, you do what? To who? And then, but then it's a crazy show because I finally was at the last up. I had to stop watching because it was making me so depressed. But... <laughs> I was at the last step and they're getting married and you realize it's like a wedding show where I mean there's two two points I guess I'll make about the show but it's a crazy wedding show because you're rooting for them to wake up and not marry each other <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like don't do it it's like the, when the they say yes you're like oh no <laughs> what did you do like you're crazy but also, that's what, like, everybody wants someone to say no also in a kind of, like... Yeah, in, like, a little, like, vicious, like, sick way. Yeah, sure. But, like, but it's not even... But you're, like, that's the healthy thing to say. Like, say no. Like, you... This is wrong. Like, you're del- <laughs> deluding yourself. And you've been deluded by this whole operation. You were put in a cage. And then you were, like, forced into a situation with other people where you felt like you could lose. 
and then you like didn't want that and so now you're getting married anyway the other thing about it is that it's like it's kind of what you were talking about where it says it's doing one thing and in reality it's doing another Wait, thing the way that they call it an experiment well, I mean, it is an experiment. It's a sick little game they're playing with them. But, the, the new Stanford prison experiment. For sure. But, like, but really how they keep being like, we're trying to figure out if like people are just shallow or if like love really exists for it's just real. You know? And you're like, this is the shallowest way to marry someone in the world. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> like, they're like being like, so what do you do for a living? I mean, like, oh my God, our connection is so powerful. You know? Oh my God, I think of this all the time it's like people are, people love to like cosplay as like a really good husband or wife. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where they'll be like, where they talk about like, they, they create, you, it's just so uncomfortable to watch them fantasizing and you know that it's just delusional. Yeah. And it's just like, it's actually, you're really looking at humanity in the face in that show. Yeah, totally. Well, also because Nick Lachey is wearing, like, extra long tops to make him look bigger, but then he's standing next to his wife and they're the same height. It's really uncanny. <laughs> Wait, you didn't see the, re- the reunion. No. Oh, shit. Okay. I'll finish up 10 and then... Wait, you literally need to watch and I need your thoughts on Shake. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Based God. <laughs> um, okay. Let's uh, let's move on to the next cue. Yeah. Get married if you want to get married. Don't hold yourself back. It's fine. You know, go ahead and have some critical thoughts about society. That's, yeah, I mean, she's having, right. like, like, good thoughts, you know. But, but like, she's panicking about them or panicking in the face of them because they contradict with her desire and she's trying to excuse herself from having it and you don't need that excuse. You just have it and that's okay. I think it's actually probably, like, you know, you're courting the tension. Huh? she feels that tension yeah it's it's signaling something to her she's trying to figure out whether she should listen to it and that's only for her to to find out it's only for her okay let's do to our other wedding question so this is a written (laughs) one yeah (laughs) um it's so funny because i feel like our our, we're gonna kind of come at it from a different angle on this one huh (laughs) because i i think although this person doesn't say it i i suspect that they're a little like anti-marriage they do say that. Okay, let's just read it. <laughs> Dear baby. Oh, I, I will... By the time this comes out, I will have answered this in writing, I think. Okay. I'm halfway through answering it. Maybe I'll give up. You, you never know. Dear baby, I'm, my late 20, I'm in my late 20s and my friends are starting to settle down. This year, two of my girlfriends are getting married. I know bo- I've known both of them since childhood and we see each other every few months, but I do not feel like we are that close. Our friendships are based on nostalgia and Googling what our ex-classmates are doing right now. We live different lives and have different goals and aspirations. So I was very surprised when I got invitations to their weddings. The thing is, I do not enjoy weddings at all. I am aromantic and single, and the thought of spending an entire day in the company of couples celebrating heteronormative love is just terrible to me. (laughs) I I would love to just not go and send gifts instead. I already played with the thought of just hiring an actor as my plus one. It's a wild card comment in this question. I'd say go for it. (laughs) But I would rather just skip the weddings. What do you think? I value your thoughtful answers, so maybe you can help. Can I just say, first of all, first of all, I'm not surprised you got invitations to their weddings. Not at all. It's like a totally normal person to invite to. Not only are you a childhood friend, which like might get you on the list regardless, even if you haven't talked in ten years. Yeah. You're seeing each other every few months. Yeah. That's a lot for a childhood friend. And doing big nostalgia runs. Yeah, like, you're definitely invited. 
How also is she getting through those evenings if she is having such a bad time? <laughs> like Googling their classmates and being like, these bitches are so boring, you know? Yeah. And you're just like, what? I thought you guys were having fun. <laughs> like smoke a little weed and look up like Drew, you know? Oh my God. Seems I would, I'm going to do that with my old friend from high school next time we hang out. I have to know why this person doesn't enjoy weddings at all. Because weddings are literally just big, free parties full of joy. <laughs> okay, it, first of all... She's aromantic. She's... Okay, still, you don't even have to... Like, the actual wedding part is like two seconds of it. She could be a party. <laughs> yeah, like she's socially anxious or something. Just anti-party. She Yeah, she could be anti-party. You were just saying that you've had people who like... You've known people who didn't like weddings. Yeah. I can't relate. <laughs> she, she also, this woman also, something she doesn't mention, but she does kind of point towards. It, wait, whatever. No, say. It, no, I am going to say. Okay. I, all of a sudden I was like, is it a woman? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway, this person, something that they point towards is like they're hanging out with their old friends. They're like going through, they're Googling old classmates, whatever, but mm. they might have like a lot of feelings about like old connections that they're not bringing up you know what i mean like the anxiety could be like i don't want to see these people from my past that i like is this too much speculation no i mean I, that just brings up the very like obvious option of just like literally not going to the wedding well like, i don't send understand a nice why gift and say she, no. she's like i can i just not go and i'm like if, absolutely like if you hate weddings and you hate romance. And these people. And you don't like hanging out with these people. And your <laughs> first thought was, I'm going to hire an actor to go with you to the wedding? You should definitely do that because it's like you're on like a straight to Netflix movie or something, <laughs> you know? But like, I just like don't, I'm just like, why wouldn't your first thought just be like, yeah, like I can't make it. I'm so sorry. And like. Yeah, send a gift. I mean, the only wedding I didn't attend, I regret. I really could not go just because I was too broke, honestly. But I, like, re I regret not going. But, I mean, I didn't... I don't think I sent a gift. So, she's, like, ahead of me. Yeah, send a gift. You don't have to go. Like, you're... I yeah. think she... I think she wants to go. Or they. Oh, whatever. Okay, my other thought about this, which I, I just took, just to like make sure I made it clear with my last comment about how much I love weddings is like, not everybody loves weddings. No. And if you don't, absolutely don't go. I mean, there's there's probably weddings I wouldn't want to go to. If I was going alone mm -hmm. to like people I, no, yeah, I'm not really putting myself in this person's shoes. There's a, there's a world where I'd be like, mm, For sure. No thanks. In which case, absolutely not going. There are a couple weddings I regret attending. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say no pressure, but like maybe the, the I think the more interesting thing to talk about is just some of the choices, the, the way this is framed. Like, I, I'm interested in... The hetero thing again. Oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Couples celebrating heteronormative love. Like, it just reminded me of like this sort of like Tumblr way of like describing the world. Mm -hmm. That's like everything is through the lens of identity even like your personal relationships mm -hmm. i find it really like flattening yeah for sure I and mean, tiring and it's like forming content baby you know <laughs> really what it's all shout about. out to our <laughs> shout out to our forming content girl with the scarjo voice mm -hmm. 
Um, hope your vo vocal nodules are doing okay. Um, keep, keep them rough. <laughs> yeah, try to keep it. Actually, you could keep the nodule. good. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I think this is just kind of a weird way to look at the world, especially like, okay, maybe the better way to put it is I think that terms like heteronormative and even like groupings by like oppression metrics and things like that, like mm -hmm. these are obviously important for like movements Absolutely. and like asking for rights and like collecting their like um, collective action and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't think they're as useful on like such a personal level. Well, no, it feels manipulative in the question. Yeah. Because it's like... Is it a logical cover story? It's like a moral cover story. Yeah, right. It's But it's like basically like strong arming the reader of the question, I mean, into like a less independent position to disagree. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like immediately we have to all of a sudden take like a conversation about, I guess, yeah, like people's personal identity and like whatever like sexuality etc like on like a much larger scale whereas like this is literally just about this person in my opinion wanting to go to these weddings they don't want to go to the weddings well i, mean, I think they you think do. they do yeah, that's my opinion so hiring an actor why would you think that if you weren't thinking about going seriously well that makes, makes me also think that like something more is going on here in terms of like coupleness you don't want to go because you're afraid of seeming alone yeah and single and like and they point that out they're like i'm single i'm aromantic but like there's clearly like i mean if they're also not having a good time when they're hanging out with these people in person there's a lot of acting going on you know <laughs> yeah. So what Danny's saying is, go ahead and hire the actor. Go to the wedding. You'll be the star. It would be like, they had such a good time, you know? And it's like, you can come home and be like, blah, what a fucking drag. But I would rather just skip the weddings. Yeah, I'm like, why do you want to skip the weddings? You're, you're saying, celebrating heteronormative love, like, as if, as if they're causing harm by just loving each other. It's just a little bit of a, it, it feels like a, maybe a slightly false framing. You're a little defensive about why you don't want to go. I don't think that means you should go. I'm just thinking it might be interesting for you to think about the exact shape of why they you might legit attending. just find straight weddings boring. But even so, it's just a party. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind of weddings are a cringe. Like they're so cringe. Like a lot of it is cringe. For sure. Like, I mean, I can't even see it. I'm crying the whole time. I mean, yeah, it's like. But they're false tears, right? It's like no, no, they are though because I, I like I've cried at weddings where I'm like this couple doesn't even like each other, but I'm like I, crying yeah. at the vows, and I don't even know them at all. <laughs> I'm like a guess. What I'm just saying, but like sometimes it's kind of nice to to have a, a saccharine, unearned cry. Everybody, everybody's speeches sound the same. Like everyone, everyone's first line of their speeches. When I sat down to think about what I would write today, okay, yeah, you know or, what I, mean? I met Jerry back in. <laughs> 2002. And guess what? He was wearing a weird hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are like, that's Jerry. <laughs> Everyone claps and laughs. People are like, that's just like him. <laughs> yeah, there's something cringe about like the, the trad vibe of some weddings. But at the end of the day, it's also like your childhood friends 
who are taking a big step and want you to be there. And, you know, there's something that can be sweet about that as well. There are also just interesting events to attend. That's actually the maybe the strongest argument. It's they are like, you go and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then people are like, woo! You know, you're like, oh, we dancing now. Seeing what the vows are, you're, everything. You're kind of ju- you're kind of judging, like everything. Did they seem like they meant it? Yeah, everything is judged. You get to see people's parents who got it's a little a big, too drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big performance. People are make people were making out who didn't know each other when they first got to the wedding. People are doing coke who had never done coke before. <laughs> is that a wedding? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Yeah. So I mean, they can. You could go as a sort of uh, an outsider observing. Already, this is going to be, if they attend, this is going to be their position. It's like kind of a down the nose. Like, I'm here against my will. <laughs> and then, Why don't you bring a friend <laughs> and pretend it's your partner? Then you'll have a get, you'll have a blast of a time For making sure. up your love story. Just bring a friend. I don't know. Don't even pretend they're your partner. Just chill out. Well, I'm not sure. Are you allowed to just like bring a friend to a wedding? Oh, there's that heteronormative. Sometimes there's the plus one um, accident. And oh you my can God, they just... say, no, sorry, you can't. No, I'm saying like sometimes the option exists when they didn't mean it to. That's once, what I mean. once you lock it in, it's hard for them to turn that down. That, that actually makes me cringe remembering that like I went to, I went to this guy's wedding who I was like kind of, I was like friends with for like good friends with for like a really short period of time mm. but I was I was in college and I was this is like my first wedding of like a friend and I didn't know the plus one thing and I definitely didn't have like it didn't specify I had a plus one and so I texted him being like hey I can bring my boyfriend right or whatever and just put him in the most awkward position because I Did didn't know that, that no? like, was a faux pas he said yes because I think he felt really awkward but they had to like completely like reshuffle everything oh well <laughs> He said yes. Worked out for me. I know. <laughs> but it's so funny. In high, later I found out that that's like a big no-no. But. My friend recently told someone that they could not bring their girlfriend. I mean, this is reminding me of a party I went to recently where like some people's partners were invited and others weren't. And it was just Was very, it that exclusive? It was like a... Well, I don't know how to talk about this in the pod. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, it just caused a little bit of a stir. I see. Yeah. That might all have to be good. <laughs> what are we? What is our fucking answer to this girl? Okay, or oh, this right. person yeah, yeah, over yeah. there. I think our answer is basically like if you take a moment and examine the reasons you don't want to go, and it's truly, it's like what you've told us is completely honest. That like you just are very uncomfortable at weddings. You don't like these people. Uh, yeah, don't go. If you don't want to go, don't go. It's no big deal. No it's, okay. it's okay to miss weddings. Absolutely. It's also like it's a huge fucking day for them. Like, one person not being there, no matter how close of a friend you are, just won't really change your experience that much. Especially if you're a drag. Yeah, and you're being, like, rude about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it for might sure. actually be better to not be, better. be there. Uh, Especially if you don't think you're going to have a good time, like, don't go. <laughs> I really don't think you should. I, totally. You shouldn't go if you're not going to have a good time. We've said that, like, a hundred times. But also, if you do want to go and you're just feeling like... You have, like, all these reservations about it because you're, like, I'm single or, like, whatever. Just don't fucking... It's literally not a big deal. Just go to the wedding. Yeah, Bring yeah, a I fucking mean, friend. Hire an actor. I don't care. That seems fucking fun to hire an actor. You also, like, you do live in, like, a... You're going to be around, like, hetero couples for the rest of your life in different forms. Likely. And, yeah, likely. And, like... 
if you struggle to be around that, like that's might be something you need to like sort like sort your feelings out on. I say hire the actor. <laughs> that's my final word. I really think it's so fun. People are gonna find out later, like when they catch him behind the trailer, like smoking cigs or you something. You know what? This goes along with your one of your only like main pieces of advice, which is always introduce more hijinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> life is, you know, a life well lived is full of hijinks. If you have a chance to hire an actor and bring him to a wedding, take it. This is a classic, classic hijinks opportunity. I've never even considered doing that. I should definitely do that too. I mean, it's literally the, the plot of like a Sandra Bullock movie. Yeah, it's a, yeah, you're gonna fall in love. Hire an actor. An aromantic love, but. Okay, whatever. Okay, um, let's go to the next queue, yeah? The wedding section of the plot is over. Um, hire an actor. I just like to announce to the pod that a man named Nick. Mm. You're doxing? Just Nick. Okay. DM'd me saying, love your writing, but hair is chuggy. Go into the account. I have to say, I'm pretty unimpressed with this guy's look. Dox him. <laughs> uh, I'll follow him. I know his fucking name. You literally can't. How dare he? Wow. He touched you. Literally, how dare he? Oh my god, he has a he has an old English tattoo that says Carpe Diem. <laughs> what do you want me to come for this man? Oh, wait, no, I'm just like I can't believe you're calling me chill. It's low hanging fruit, dude. <laughs> okay, anyway. This one is a little bit long. I'm gonna see if I can cut it down in post. Um, but we love the energy. Let's play it. Hi, Haley. This is Catherine. I was reminiscing on this thought I had last night that I wanted to get your perspective on. So I just started living alone um, like a week ago. And before this, I'd been living with my best friend for four years and it was awesome. She ended up moving in with her partner. So towards the tail end of us living together, I actually had a lot of time in the apartment by myself um, because she's obviously with her partner, but is different when you have a place fully to yourself and you know no one's coming home. It's just you. And that's kind of what I've been experiencing this week. I will be in my apartment. It'll be nighttime and I have no idea what to do with myself. And it's so easy to just start mulling in your own thoughts or feeling lonely or like you could be doing something more interesting I started watching a new show and I was like, this is a lame way of doing something new. But I don't know, like, I just kind of panicked. I was like, what, what do I even do with my free time now that I live alone? I'm just confronted with myself <laughs> every day and I'm responsible for myself and my time in a way that feels much more concentrated than it ever has before. Anyways, I was just to say, how should I spend my time? I kind of want to make my place into a uh, revolving door for my friends. Like, I want people to feel comfortable dropping by. I want people to feel at home here. And so I feel like it's an opportunity to let more people in. So maybe hosting is something I'd like to do more of. But I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this. That's a bit of a long one. Um, I, I, I can really see myself doing that, honestly, though, if I were leaving a message somewhere. I, well, you know why I say that? Because I literally leave the longest messages of all time. When I'm calling my friends, I'll be like, I, I just like for some reason I don't want to get off the call. You know well, what I mean? It's difficult to wrap it up in like a little bow. No, but I'll be literally done and be like, 
yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. That's I'm like, great. I don't want to end this. I'm alone. I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling hungry. What am I going to get for lunch today? <laughs> you know, just yeah. silence on the other end. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work quite as well for a podcast, but, um, you know, I mean, happy to have, some, you know, more detail. Danny, you're recently living alone. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, I'm just, like, devastatingly lonely. <laughs> painful like feel like i'm like falling or being crushed all the time okay like literally or is that a metaphor yeah but i mean the feeling is feels pretty physical but yeah i mean it's obviously not i don't have something in my house that crushes me except for extreme loneliness that occupies every room permeates the whole place i always imagine like a bookcase fell on you and there's nobody to help get it off <laughs> the cat's just licking my eyes <laughs> Salty. Uh, yeah, I don't know what would happen if a bookcase fell on me. You'd probably be like. I'd be playing chess on my phone. <laughs> like, oh fuck it. You'd be like, it's it's fine. Take me. <laughs> Post mating like a six pack. To the... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, this. I was. She laughing. said, "What should I do with my time?" That's a, that's a pretty pointed question. Right, for sure. I mean, you know... First of all, that's like the question of life itself. Absolutely. So, good luck. <laughs> I don't, learn Spanish. Learn High a different jokes? language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plan some jokes. I mean, like, you know, being like, oh, I want it to be a revolving door for my friends. You know, that's only going to happen, really, if you have people who, like, need places to stay. And then you can offer it up to be like, yeah, come stay here. Like, I got a free room, whatever. But, like, this is not really, like... Yo, what's up? Hey. Sorry, Avi just got home. How's it going? Hi, Avi. Hi. May I suggest a YMCA day? <laughs> oh, I thought you were dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> After that response. <laughs> just, wow. I'm talking about chewing. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, YMCA day, I, I've written about this before, but it's like where you just like invite a bunch of people over to like come like tinker around on whatever they're doing like you're knitting or you're drawing or you're playing guitar or like you're working on your computer just we'll put on a movie like everybody's welcome oh it's like a it's like a YMCA it's like a party but like with no drinking it's just like it's a daytime mm -hmm. hangout come whenever mm -hmm. and it's yeah it's more chill it's not necessarily like we're, you know we're not necessarily actively hanging everyone hanging out at the same time they're just, people are just being around one another. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, that, but you know, I gotta say, like... If she wants that feeling of people coming in and out... I don't know how, like, uh, crippling her loneliness is, but I will say the presence of others, though a wonderful cure at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> makes the absence of them so much grander. Especially when they come over, specifically when they come over to my house and like... In a good way, Grander. No. Oh, like you're more lonely after they leave. So, it's like I fall again a little bit and I'm just like, you know what, forget, don't even... Hmm. I don't know if this is good advice. This is just... I, mean, I would have thought, I feel like this, this is, yeah, this depends on the person because I feel like my instinct is like... It's nice to be reminded, like, that you sometimes like to have your house, like, free of people. And so kind of, like, getting both is nice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm so crippled right now. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. it's, like, it's not... That effect doesn't come through. Yeah. But, like, with her, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. She wants to have people over, have people over. I mean, how should you spend your time? Like, 
Get a fucking master's degree online, dude. I don't know what. <laughs> well, I, can... I think this is pretty... Okay, I think she just needs... I, forget, I feel like she said her name at the beginning. I forget. Um, I feel like she just needs to find her rhythm. Like, it just takes... A, you're in a new situation. For sure. It takes a minute. It takes a minute. And, like, I think some people hate living alone forever. Some people hate it at first and then really come to love it when they, like... You know, they start seeing the sides of it that, like, they didn't have before with roommates. And, like, you know, some people love it. Like, I think it's just... You're going to have to sort out how you feel about it. And then you can always, like, go back to living with people. That's, like, one comment I wanted to make in general on this topic is... It's interesting that, like, when I was younger, I thought that, like, living alone was just, like, such an important rite of passage. Like, I think just I was basing that off of, like, media, like, movies, shows from, like, the 90s or whatever. Right. Where, like, everybody could afford to live alone, I guess. <laughs> totally. Yeah. In Midtown, um, somehow. Yeah. Um, and I really, like, it was really important to me, like, Avi and I even, like, delayed living together when we were pretty serious and, like, it would oh, have helped us live together. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, like, finally in a position to, like, have a, to live by myself and it was, like, so important to me. And so funny looking... I mean, I was really proud of that, like, decision. And, you know, I don't regret that or anything. But looking back, I'm like, I don't know if I still feel that way. Like, first of all, I don't even remember that year at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Avi moved in with me in that same apartment the next year and, like, all of... That's all rewritten with, like, us living together there. So I don't even remember. He also probably was over. Yeah, and he was over and, like... Yeah, it's just... It wasn't... I think I blew it up a little bit in my mind. And, like, I think as I get older and I think more about, like, how humans are, like, organized, I think it's, like, kind of unnatural to live alone. Like, I don't think people... Well, maybe the better way to put it is, like, I don't think... We take it for, like, this really natural and important step, and I actually don't think it has to be. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually very natural to, like, be around other people and commune and have help. And, like, I mean, this is because I'm, like, my new dream is to get a commune. Tight. You're obviously in because we're gonna need you to like I'm a re- remodel the whole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a I understand my role. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michelle and I were talking about this last night. We were like, "Well, obviously, Danny." <laughs> yeah, I'll live in the attic. <laughs> or the the walls. basement. Yeah. <laughs> the walls. <laughs> no, um, there's a little shed out back. You hear me? You just hear <laughs> beer cans <laughs> dragging along the walls. Um, no, Danny. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm just, like, this is just me getting on, like, a little soapbox. It's not even that relevant to the question. But just sort of, like, kind of, I I think that maybe that whole notion can be challenged a little bit about, like, is it actually natural to, like, be completely by yourself? It reminds me of the show, you know the show Alone? Mm Mm-hmm. It's, like, a survivalist show if people don't. And there's this idea of, like, you've really conquered nature when, like, you can completely live off of it, like, alone. But I'm, like... This is not actually a really... First of all, I love that show. But yeah, like, for sure. It's not actually, like, natural to, like, survive completely alone it's as a human. It's never how people live. Never. The, the way that you're living on that show is like a different animal. Yeah, like <laughs> a completely different animal. Like, it's like... We're so social. Like, it's actually really nice to, like, share the burden of a home and, and commune and have people to lean on. Oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> You act like you just got stung by a bee. I got like a shock. This is my life where I'm like, ooh, something hurts really bad. So no, suddenly, I got like a, a shock. It went all the way up my arm and like into my body. Okay. I think I'm good. Oh my god. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> spooked me. I'm spooked. Oh my god. You okay? Yeah, I don't know. Is there an electric current in your table? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> seems fine. It's like your bracelet though. Oh, yeah, yeah, this bracelet. It used to be worse, too. 
Have you been wearing that for a long time? No, an, an, an old, old friend in Mexico who I haven't seen gave it to me. Oh, that's sweet. And I was so going to say, I don't recognize I it. I feel really conflicted about it because also, well, I mean, it used to have a dolphin, a gold dolphin on it. <laughs> so you ripped that <laughs> off. No, no, it fell off on its own, but I uh-huh. was not, I'm pleased. <laughs> I was like, okay, this at least is a little more doable because <laughs> it really changes my whole context to have a to dolphin be, to, to bracelet. To those listening, it's literally just a black rope type around his wrist. It's not, it's like a braided. It's Is got it braided? Some, yeah, dude, you know, it's got some beads on oh, it. And, it's it's sweet that it's from your friend. Yeah. I'm, I don't Every, know, this I'm is like, are these the people who like every once in a while you like get a call and you're just speaking Spanish? Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like this, Danny speaks Spanish as if he's completely fluent. <laughs> <laughs> and fully isn't, which is just like, it's the opposite of how most people do it. Yeah. <laughs> most people like know way more than they're able to like I know way like, less than, it's than like, like my accent would <laughs> imply. Yeah, people, it's actually so impressive. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is where I don't know. This is where I learned it was growing up with them. So that's so sweet. I learned how to speak. I forget what were we saying. Living Which, alone. It's just like for this woman, you know. I don't know. It's 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 not Find easy. It is lonely. You know, watching a show. The nice thing about living alone is if you watch a show, you can just kill the whole thing in one night. And just get it out of your life, you know? Shows are meant to be dismissed. Like, you don't want them... This is Danny's... You don't want them riding around in you. (laughs) You don't want to be, like, walking down the street wondering what's going to happen next on a show that you're watching. You want to just get it over with. And, like, start drinking. If you're just... (laughs) 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 These are Danny's 12 rules for life. Time just zips by. Um, if you're watching a show sober, you're doing it wrong. You should have a few drinks. No, okay. The show's going to burn by. And then Grace. you'll wake up. You'll wa- Hold on. You'll wake up the next day and you'll be like, you know what? Last night was a real waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, literally, I almost just did a spit to get a whole <laughs> glass of water in my mouth. Um, wait, can I just con- say something about watching a show fast? Yeah. If you watch it, okay. If you watch a show too fast, yeah, no, it no. will as it's it's as if it never happened. Yeah, exactly. That's the goal. Yeah, in and out. Because this reminds me of when I read. Because like sometimes I I just read a book in like two days. Media is poison. earlier this week. Yeah. And I kind of was like, I almost hesitated like finishing it so fast. I was like, I know I'm just like not gonna remember this whole thing. It's like a fugue state. Mm-hmm. If you do something too fast, you're just like, I don't know what I just like. Reading a book like that is kind of nice, just because you're. In that world, like, in such an intense way. Yeah, like, your brain does take... It's not to be like, oh, it's so much better, you know, but it's like it requires your brain to to move you into it so much. You know what I mean? That, like, it is, it's like being in a dream. Whereas, like, watching a show is like being in a fugue state. You're like, I'm... Well, I... <laughs> I know my, I recommended drinking, but I, I'm using blacked out figuratively here. But, you know, like, it's like you fucking, you watch a show and you're like, I, li- I don't, what the fuck is happening in the world? Yeah, I mean. And then it's gone and you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus, I'm still alive, you know? I'm trying to think of, like, things I wish, like, things I miss. Mm-hmm. Or not miss, because, I, like I said, I don't remember living alone, but, like, things that I would do now if I lived alone. And I think it's, like, definitely just, like, being, like, kind of being messy sometimes. D- yeah. Avi and I are, like, very, we, we, we tend to be very clean. Pretty but, good. But, 
And part of that's because we like are less anxious when it's clean and like it's clearing, clearing your space, clears your mind, etc. True. But sometimes it's also just like to be considerate. Mm -hmm. And I think there are times where I would just like appreciate, well, this is like the classic thing where it's like you kind of think you want to just like let dishes like pile up, but you actually really don't. No, it sucks. It's actually bad. Yeah, I do so it I a little. It no, back. I do it a little. When Kiki lived there, I would wash my dishes like on impact. And like now, like be like a little stack of plates in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but does that actually feel good? No, I'm just sad. I'm like, I look at the plate, I'm like, I can't do it. You know, yeah, I actually, now I'm really it. thinking about it. It's like, it's almost like all these things that you kind of think you want to do, like be a slob and like stay up till three finishing the show, even though you should go to bed. Like those actually don't make you feel that good. No, I think you're right. It's, it's also like, there is something, you know, here, here's what I will say about, cause I keep being like, I'm so lonely, I'm so lonely, which is definitely true, but. That's also not just because you're living alone. This no, other and so and that's what I mean okay. is that like I am very lonely. I don't even know like if like the option was put to me, I don't know what I'd say like to be like oh like Kiki moved back in. But I'm like that is why I'm feeling lonely, or whatever, mm -hmm. because it's very much like the way that I'm used to living. That being said, people are like you need to get another roommate, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like no thanks. <laughs> Hell no. You know, yeah. it's like, I have my way of kind of living and it's like, you do have to compromise with people when you live with them and, and sometimes that's enjoyable and there's, you know, it, when you have a really great roommate, it, there's nothing like it, but like, that is quite rare in this world and so... There are some things, yeah, as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there's some things that are fun to like, not have to think about other people, like, dancing around in your underwear. What? It... Okay. You think I'm being cliche? You literally were like, well, the only reason I want to live alone was because of the movies. And now you're talking about <laughs> dancing around in your underwear? What are you doing? But you know what I thought about is because sometimes, not really dancing around in your underwear, but just like being a fucking crazy idiot. Yeah. Like I just, I was just telling Avi that like, I'm like getting really- Like smoking 10 joints at one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was just telling Avi that like, I'm getting weirder uh -huh. when I'm alone. Yeah. Like, just doing the craziest voices and bits and faces and, like, things with my body and just being, like, and not even thinking about it and only realizing afterward, like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that weird behavior. And I'm not home alone that often, so, like, sometimes I'm, like, maybe this is an opportunity to this person to just, like, learn who she is by herself. Like, that's an opportunity. Do weird, try to learn new skills that would be embarrassing to do in front of other people. Like, I don't know. The fact that you're lonely... Could wear off. I do think it could wear off. Like, you'll get used to it, for sure. It definitely will grow less potent, for sure. Yeah. But also, if you don't like it, like, that's valuable intel. Yeah, get a um, housemate. And you get a housemate. I had the best housemate in the world. She just stayed in her room all the time and had bottles of champagne delivered to the door. Is this a real person? Yeah. She I, just... At first, I thought you were... Just talking about your ex, but then the champagne thing, I was like, that's not Kiki. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Kiki was not a great housemate, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she probably kept to herself. No, she was, no, she was social in the house, but like didn't really do her dishes. Uh, <laughs> no, this girl was so great. She just stayed in her room, got champagne drunk, and every now and then came out and we had like fun conversation, and then she'd be like, okay, I'm going back. <laughs> and, like, that's just, wonderful. The best housemate I've ever had. Only drinking champagne is so crazy. Deliver like two or three bottles delivered to the door a, a night. 
No. Maybe I'm exaggerating. This sounds like a fake person. That's what she was. Who great. is a raging champagne holic? <laughs> yeah, she loves the bubbles, baby. <laughs> wow. Anyway, but you don't find them like that all the time. <laughs> That'll be hard to find. That was a Craigslist find. But <laughs> you're like, sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like it. The best room I ever had is. And then when I started fucking, and now he's my boyfriend. Oh my god, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's true. I'm not sure he was the best roommate ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'd have to think. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I think the final word is just, like, give it some time. See how you feel and change your circumstances if you need to. But, like, how to fill your time? I don't know. Give yourself a break if you watch a show or something. Try to get it out of the way in one night. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, yeah, learn some fucking new skills. Who cares? But also just take it easy, dude. Read a book. Okay, we have one more question, but we've been talking for a while. What's the question? It's the one that's, like, she and her boyfriend are, like, solid. But <laughs> she, it's kind of like, how do you know if it's the right relationship? I mean, do you think we should do a speed? Like a speed we run? can do a speed. Okay. Hi, babies. So here's my plight. I've been with my partner for four years, living together for two. And we're looking ahead to what's next. And I'm finding myself somewhat confused, like whether we're ready to buy a house or get engaged. And the thing is, like we're a great match in certain ways. We have really similar values and we're both creative and outdoorsy. We laugh a lot and have a good conversation. But in other ways, we're not so compatible. Like my man sees the world in black and white a little bit more, whereas I take a bit more curious approach, try to be more accepting. He's a very physical person while I'm more in my head. So naturally, we have very different love languages. Also, he can get aggressive in an asshole way and I can get passive aggressive in a victim-y way. So that's fun. All of this is, has added up and it can be frustrating to rehash and I, I almost think we've both always been like 80 to 90 percent committed to our future together uh, we've been really happy in single periods of our lives so I think that's part of it we just have that voice in our heads that wonders whether partnership is worth all the adaptation required um, oh and a little more context I'm in my early 30s and have never been in love before this relationship He's in his late 30s and has had several long-term relationships. So that adds to my confusion sometimes, just not knowing what to compare this all to. Anyways, y'all are always asking for more juicy deets. Hopefully that context is actually relevant and not just an excuse for me to ramble. Uh, my ultimate question is, how do you know when a relationship is worth fully committing to? And how do you know when the differences are just too much? Um, whenever I feel myself getting nitpicky, I wonder naturally what Esther Perel would say. Uh, like logically, I understand idealized expectations for partnership are just unattainable and probably degrades our appreciation for the person in front of us. Um, and I feel that way when it comes to like man minor character flaws and annoyances. Um, but what about the fixed traits and attitudes and like larger perspectives towards life? I, I never know if the second guessing is my intuition or if it's just natural anxiety and ego talking. So, okay. Um, I would love to hear your personal experience with this since I am lacking some of my own. Hopefully you share some juicy deets right back. 
thank you. I, I love listening to y'all lo lovingly roast us. Um, so thanks so much. Have a good one. This is, she's so sweet. Um, I have to say that her tone <laughs> had me doubting of the relationship. Haley thinks they should break up. No. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> when she says we're a great match, Haley makes a face. I'm just saying, tone to me feels really bored in here because... For sure. I mean, yeah, saying I'm a great match, it feels a little like I, I'm reading off the list that I've gone over over yeah, and over my yeah, head yeah, and I yeah. can't figure out why I still have doubts. Mm -hmm. um, but like, she could have said every single word the same, but if she'd been like, we really like each other. Totally. Like, and she yeah. sounded like excited. It's been four years. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I'm like, first of all, totally valid question. Mm -hmm. This is... A question for the ages. Everybody has it. Nobody will ever know the exact answer. I because relate everybody's to quite a bit. Yeah. Relationship is yeah. I do, I do too. You know, like this was like the reason I left my last relationship. But um, sometimes I do think. I mean, fixation on this can like mean one of two things: that it's not right, and you're like avoiding what you know is true, or you are a very anxious person and you're like spiraling on something that has nothing to do with the relationship. Or you're depressed about something else, and you don't know if it's about your partner or not. <laughs> Is that your personal? That was what I was always afraid of. Mm. Like, when I would have... Because I do... I relate to it a, bit, a ton, like, of, like, being like, Is it my relationship that's making me unhappy? Is it my life that I'm unhappy with? You know? But, I mean, on the other hand, it's like, If I'm with you for over a year, I'm just fucking... Even if it's horrible, I'm just there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. I'm just like, yeah, this is my life. This is what I do. Wake up, come home, she's mad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, one question I have is like, sometimes I think with these questions, there's like this presumption that like the goal is to like find your p person and right. like be with them forever. And also there's a presumption that like there is a right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. And I think, and like you're either going to make the right or wrong decision. But I'm also like, what are your goals? You know what I mean? Where I'm like, do, like, does it sound exciting to like spend the rest of your life with this person? Like outside of the expectation of like how courting works and like it's been four years and like, yeah. you know, like just like if you didn't even know what a fucking relationship was and you were just like in a vacuum and you're like, here's a person. Do you want to hang out with them for ever? Right. <laughs> like it's a big question, but maybe the better since forever we can't really conceive of. Do you want to hang out with them now? Right. Totally. Like, like, great, like, do you want to hang out with them now is a great question. Yeah. Wow. That is the question to answer. <laughs> that's incredible. That's, I feel like this is the first time I've you've really floored me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm knocked over. That's great. Yeah. Do you want to hang out with them now? That is literally the question you need to ask yourself. And you like, will always if, be in now. If you guys are also, like, if you're hearing this and it's like, right after a fight or something you know yeah I mean, let's be real you know obviously averaged not. your feelings over the last month right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 now like more in kind of a wider range <laughs> yeah but but yeah i mean that is very much the question to answer i mean you know in regards to it's the thing that, like she's talking about about being like oh we're compatible this way we're compatible that way you know it doesn't it's like it, it's not like chemistry comes in all fucking forms. 
You know what I mean? And so, dude, if my aunt, it's this bracelet keeps zapping. <laughs> okay, I, it's literally a haunted I can't bracelet. Lean on my arm. It's because you let the dolphin go. Uh, maybe it's like it's near. It's near. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't think that that really. I'm not trying to discount the fact that you guys share a lot of interest or like enjoy each other's company in like a bunch of different ways. But what I'm saying is like, you know, those things on on paper are pretty meaningless without like kind of the secret sauce. Yeah, not like come. I mean, like <laughs> nobody thought that. <laughs> I did when I said it. I was like, come. All of these don't matter without semen. I don't know. A little bit, though. I mean, it sounds, you know, not to say that, like, sex is a perfect, obviously not at all, but, like, a, a perfect a mirror for, for that. But it but it is, in some ways, often an, an expression or a bridge to that or something. Like, there's a secret thing that's between two people. And, like, you guys can be completely fucking different and not share any interests. And maybe it'll be a difficult relationship to navigate. But, like, if that... If the vibe is there, it's there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, what you're saying is, like, do you want to hang out with this person now is what you're saying is, like, is it there right now? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, I also ask about goals because I'm, like, there are people out there who, like, they really want to have a family and, like, they, they don't feel as committed to, like, super romantic notions like they want someone <sighs> solid who's like a teammate like they maybe they're mm-hmm. a romantic totally <laughs> or just like no heteronormative or, or they're just like you know everybody wants different things like this is another thing that gets lost in like these questions sometimes which is like this idea that what right means is like consistent across different types of people mm-hmm. and that's just not true like do you care is this how you want to feel like the way you feel with this person like I don't know I think like you asked for some of our juicy details (laughs) I can tell you that like the sort of the things that gave me pause like my last relationship versus my current pause physics is such a big word but you know what I mean like the challenges they're really different and I would say that like the in my former relationship which I really toiled over they were much more focused on like whether he was like the type of person that like I wanted to hang out with yeah and like even though we had something so special and built up over time and like familiarity that was like something I really struggled with whereas like now I feel like it's more like well how can we live together in the way that's like best and it's like a little bit more like practical of like how two people are coming together it's like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes we're not doing as well with that sometimes we are like but it's not so focused on like I don't know, I think because the, like, chemistry is there, like, that sort of, like, base thing of, like, I want this, it, it helps. Like, it, I, I think that, like, that there's... Well, then it has, it's not so imagined. Right. You know, like, you're not, like, speculating so much about, like, the fundamental qualities of the other person. You're, like... That's why I started, when she started, like, listing out... Right. I just think, like, like, I always listed things out much. with my it, ex, and I just yeah, don't yeah, yeah, do yeah. that with my current partner ever <laughs> <laughs> laughing about <laughs> uh just like i just there was no list <laughs> i'd be like sitting there being like well um <laughs> yeah i mean i think uh some people want like again this is just like it's so individual some people do want it's meaningful to some people it's, sure. it's meaningful to some people and i'm not even saying like my relationship now is the paragon of perfection and my last one was so fucked. Like, mm-hmm. I think some people would, like, pick different things than I did, you I know? Think, I, I think I have some advice for her. Give it to me. Okay. For her. 
her tone, it does, it's a little deflated, right? And so, like, and it's four years in, and they're talking about, like, possibly the rest of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. They're talking about a house. They're possibly talking about marriage, Mm -hmm. you know? Obviously, they won't get a blood diamond or, like, do whatever, but, like... (laughs) uh, But, you know, they're talking about these things, and they're like, she sounds a bit stagnant in a way, and but, like... I don't mean that in the sense of, like, that her relationship doesn't have life in it or even that she's bored. I mean, who knows? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe she is. But that's not what I mean when I say that. What I mean is, like, she talks about, like, the ways they don't communicate well and, like, the, I guess, like, the way he can be, like, a dick and she's passive-aggressive and this is, like, sounds to me probably because she brings it up as well. It's, like, this is a cycle, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think something for myself was, like, in my relationship, like, they're really, like, a very difficult thing for me. I'm probably, probably for Kiki, too, was, like, this is, I guess, my juicy detail, is that, like, there really was very little movement in, like, our cycles of conflict mm-hmm. and, like, where, like, we really weren't able to communicate well or, like, get along. You know, and over the years, if there really is almost none, that, like, becomes serious baggage, that you're carrying around because there's no fucking hope there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you're like, I do love this person and I want to be around this person and we do get along in all these ways. But then you like come back to like the old room together and you're like, this it's never been repainted. Like nothing's new here. It's all the fucking same. And I know it so fucking well and I hate being here. Yeah. And I don't know how to top it. I don't know how to change it and whatever. So it's like really, you know, in regards to if our speculation is correct, And, like, if she, part of her confusion is, like, feeling like she's, like, all of these things and we're talking about the future, but, like, also, like, for some reason I don't feel, like, the push towards that, it's, like, possibly what you need, and I'm projecting a ton, but she asked for details, whatever. Yeah. But, like, possibly what you need is to, like, feel some form, I mean, this sounds so corny, but it's true. You need to feel some kind of growth with your partner in almost any way. And then, like, what you're talking about, it's, like, then you are kind of, like, on this... Calling it a project makes me feel kind of queasy, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're on, like, the same ship. You're, like, set in the same direction. Like, you're going somewhere together when you have, like, a shared epiphany yeah, with one another, you know? And, like, that's not an easy thing to accomplish, and I'm not saying, like, you know, so just, like, go talk to him, and, like, all of a sudden you're gonna have, like, oh, my God, you know? It's, like, that's not gonna happen, but, you know, I don't know. Some people need to go to therapy. It's not a bad thing. You know, whatever. Just, like, I really do believe that. Like, it's, like, you need... I mean, this is why we were saying that, like, it's so much more likely that somebody will, like, fall in love with somebody in school as opposed to at work. This is your theory. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was a good theory. Is that because at school, they're, like, <laughs> growing... Dave thinks that his theory is great. They're growing together at school, which is, which is more fundamentally romantic than just hating something together or, like, getting through something together. You know, it's, like, bonding for sure, and maybe you could, like, have some, like, sexy tension. But, like, you don't f- necessarily fall in love doing that. I agree. Like, I think, I mean, you always hear that cliche about, like, in a long relationship, you'll have, like, several different relationships. Like, you will change so many times. Like, you will be with somebody different throughout a long relationship because they will be a completely different person from, like, when you first met them. And that's why sometimes I think, like, 
if you get too caught up in the details, like we like the same things, mm-hmm. it's like that might not always be true. Like there does need to be, sometimes I feel like there needs to be like a kernel of like something kind of unspoken or like. There, there, yes. There must. I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to project with other people. I think so. But that's why it's helpful. But I think like, you know, if you're feeling, sta- if, you're, if it's true that you're feeling just a little like, is this it? Like, I don't think that has to mean you're doomed. I think that there's, like, totally ways to, like, like enliven your relationship. I'm not talking about, like, taking a salsa class, but you might as well. <laughs> We're both Fucking like, why Go not? to a salsa competition. My friend won second place on the motherfucker, you know? <laughs> you have a great I'm time. I'm just like... You can mix it up and, like, learn. I mean, you're always going to be, like, learning more. I mean, we're being recording, but, like, learning more about your partner. Like, they're never fully known to you. Like, that's exciting and interesting. And um, I guess the question is, like, the thing I come back to, and I know that this can scare some people, is, like, sometimes when you're really, like, having to ask the question over and over again. Right. You just don't want to know the answer. It starts to feel like an answer in itself. Sure. Absolutely. It could be an answer to just like an anxiety disorder, in yeah, which case yeah, yeah, I'd go yeah. to therapy. Yeah, get a Xanax prescription for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the wisdom I have to impart. We're still young. Like, we, we probably will like have different advice in the future one day when well, we know definitely more. Definitely about living alone. <laughs> so, you know, we're not, we don't know the answer to like one of the most famous questions necessarily, but that's our take, I guess. The how do you know is difficult to answer, but yeah, but just like, just see, like, you don't need to commit to anything. Just see if, like, the see if the parts that you feel like are, like, the dullest can change a little. Also, the things that you said are, you're, like, different. Those are, it's fine to be different from your partner. How are they different? She's, you know, she's, she's too like, brainy. You know, she's, like, more cerebral. He's more, like, present and, like, Is grounded. Is like, just euphemism for he wants to fuck and she doesn't? Oh. Oops, sorry. We were supposed to do a speed question. And we had just wrapped it up. <laughs> well, no, you know, I was thinking, because I remember, like, I feel like, I remember saying that about an ex where I was like, I feel like he's not, like, curious and, like, searching in the way I am, like, mentally, and he's much more, like, and I, t- to try to say it nicely, I'd be like, he's very, like, he's, like, kind of grounded in the in the physical world, you he know? He loves beer. <laughs> no. So I wonder if she was kind of doing that. Maybe. It's like, yeah. if you love that he sort of counters that, great. If mm-hmm. you find that you're not at all intellectually stimulated in your relationship, maybe that's a problem for you. Maybe it's not. Yeah. These are questions for you to answer, but... Um, Find a way to make it funny. Just call them dumb. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, don't feel like you have to rush. Like, your feelings about this relationship will change over time. For sure. And if they don't, there's another answer. But, like, they will change in a year. I agree with that. Because you'll change, too. COVID's almost over. (laughs) (laughs) You ready to get back out there? Oh. I don't know. It's not even close to over. We did go, that was, we've literally never done a speed round in our entire life. I thought that was our fastest one. I thought we did a pretty good job, but I mean, it's been quite a while. 10 minute question. Yeah. Okay. Um, Thank you so much, Danny. I feel like we, we, you know. We did I, a good job. That last question, I feel like I genuinely tried to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're one for five. <laughs> no, no, no. This was nice. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, bye.
That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. A reminder that if you don't have the Substack app, I think that the podcast player and commenting for podcasts is much better than like just going to the Substack website or using the player through the email or even using it through like a podcasting app because I like how you can just really easily play and comment like it's all in the same place. So if you're interested in that, I appreciate the app experience. Um, I don't really care if you get the app. I'm not like pushing it, but... (laughs) I do think that the podcast stuff is much easier to use. So just a reminder that you can comment if you'd like, weigh in on the questions. Um, and if, as always, if you'd like to leave a question for me or Danny, you can call our number. It is 802-404-BABY. That is 802-404-2229. Or you can leave us a written message through um, Ask Your Baby a Question. It's a link at the bottom of all my newsletters. Um, okay. And I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a nice rest of your week. I will see you on Friday for 15 things. Bye.